Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Did you see Mike Pompeo talked about stopping TikTok? Yes. You know why? They're trying to stop Sarah Cooper, but you can't. And you're going to hear from her in just a couple minutes. <laughs> but I'm getting, you know what I'm getting ready? What? I'm going to get some of my Omaha Steaks shrimp. Or I think this week I'm going to go with the mahi-mahi or the salmon. Oh, if you have, any, my, if you have any leftover beef in there, I'll take it. I, well, that's why steak's in the name, because the best steaks, yeah. the best burgers. Um, I'm telling you, Omaha Steaks, there is something for literally everybody. We have pescatarians here. Uh-huh. We have uh, carnivorous beastesses like Chris. Yes. They've got something everybody loves. Steak, seafood, chicken, pork, burgers, easy-to-make meals, desserts. Right now, they're offering a limited-time deal. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter the code LIBERAL into the search bar, order the Grand Summer Grill-Out Package today. Omaha Steaks will throw in four free burgers, four free gourmet jumbo franks. Every order, flash-frozen, vacuum-seal, you know, safely delivered to your door in that uh, uh, your own cooler. Omaha Steaks isn't just steaks. It's culinary masterclass, people. Oh, yeah. Do it. OmahaSteaks.com. Type liberal in that search bar. Order the Grand Summer Grill Out Package. Get those four free best burgers ever, right? They are delicious. The Jumbo Franks. Get it. Get stocked up with quality stuff for the whole summer. OmahaSteaks.com. Type in liberal in the search bar. Let's do this with Sarah Cooper. Here we go. Oh. I am unnaturally excited about this. I think this is the <laughs> earliest I've ever peed. Uh-huh. In a, uh, okay. Sarah Cooper is here. Yeah. Uh, happy, happy hour, everybody. Uh, Sarah, I, I, I'm i going to nerd out all over you. I know you're used to this now, right? As being, I love the LA Times called you the hottest comic of the coronavirus era. <laughs> what a thing to be called. Uh, yeah, that's me. That I, uh... You will be linked forever in history to coronavirus. And Trump, yeah, yes. two of the Great. worst things to ever happen to humanity. That's my career, yeah. <laughs> but I know you. You know, it's so funny. We just had Randy Rainbow last week, and you guys have become like the stars of the sort of Trump era. But we were saying also because what you're doing, just in your home, has become the hottest sensation in entertainment and and in this Trump era. And you were talking about that. You right. You just auditioned for Montreal, but you were saying this in some ways might be better for you because you're you're obviously the the woman has met the moment here (laughs) hasn't it i mean what you're doing now is just did you expect this to take off as it has no i mean i expected i wanted to make a viral video i wanted to make something that people saw obviously people want attention i want attention i love attention (laughs) um but i never thought it would change my life the way that it changed my life uh 
I, I thought a, a bunch of people would see it. I would feel really good and clubs will, would open back, would be open back up again by now. I thought it would just be like a blip, you know, I didn't really think it would be a whole new life for me the way that it has been. You, but Sarah, you, I know I, I'm running out of ways, obviously the New York times, LA times, Washington post. Uh, thank you for slumming with us. I know I done tonight's show, Ellen Lawrence O'Donnell. I'm like, I know one day she will trickle down and she will be mine. <laughs> But I mean, it, it, people are running out of ways to explain it because you're sort of working on a level that the millions of Trump imitators haven't, that you're this little black Jamaican lady <laughs> that makes no attempt to look like Donald Trump. You're just limp syncing his words, but somehow you perfectly capture just his arrogance and dumb fuckery in a way that nobody else does, right? Just yeah. the overconfidence. Yeah. I mean, that's basically, I was just watching him and, you know, I'm, He's really frustrating to watch just because he's so full of it and people just nod like he's um, making sense. And I think I as yeah, as like a little black Jamaican woman, I, I, I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to talk my way uh, to becoming president of the United States. And so um, I just I think it was just that jealousy of being able to talk my way out of things or talk my way into things that I was able to just and also because I'm lazy, I didn't want to put in a makeup and, and hair and all that stuff yeah. you know i was just like whatever i'm just gonna lip sync this and, and it's like it's not really i'm becoming trump i'm like what if trump was me you know what if trump was yes. Sarah cooper and so i'm not really trying to imitate his his anything that he does i'm just saying if i could get away with it what would i do and how would i look and and that's kind of what happened you're and i think actually my favorites are when you cut away back to you as Sarah just reacting like what the fuck yeah. no no what no <laughs> yeah people people really like the secondary characters too and I think it's because it's cathartic to just have someone uh also say how crazy he is you know because it, we've been gaslighted for so long thinking that people keep telling us that he's doing a good job and we're like no he's he's not doing a good job he's doing a terrible job and it's like to have a video where it's like no you're right we all see it. He's doing a terrible job. We're all on the same page. It's just like, oh, good. I'm not crazy. You know. <laughs> well, what was the f the first one was how to medical, right? Was the f was talking about ingesting disinfectants and UV light, and it just because exactly like we all were like, what the fuck is he saying? That people aren't pretending yeah. like like this has any uh, validity, and and I think like I can't even I don't even know how to sort of. Uh, what you do is so sort of it really is like a multi-dimensional chess because I guess the like I was sort of fascinated that you said some Trump supporters actually like it because I thought oh they won't even fucking get it or like Trump <laughs> wouldn't even fucking get it that he's being right. made fun of right I mean, right yeah I mean I I think that I I don't know if they know that he's I'm I'm making fun of him or if maybe there's just you know, like the best children's movies, you can enjoy them on two levels. Like there's a joke for the kids and there's a joke for the adults. Uh -huh. And I feel like maybe that's what's happening. Like you can, you can kind of laugh at it on a surface level, but then if you, you know, see deeper, you can see the satire, you can kind of see what I'm, I'm trying to say. Um, I don't even know if Trump would know that I was making fun of him. <laughs> uh, I, you know, he right. might be like, oh, great. Uh, you know, an immigrant who thinks I'm great, you know, maybe he'd invite me to the convention or something I hope not. Oh, um, uh, because that would be bad. Uh, but I, uh, I, I actually, now I think that he's definitely seen them and he realizes how bad it makes him look. And that's why he's not mentioning it because literally no, I knock on wood again, like nobody from the right wing crazy 
side of the world has come after me yet. And I'm, I'm like waiting for that to happen, but it hasn't happened. And I'm like, why hasn't it happened? If you just, I don't want it to happen, by the way. If yeah, right. listening. <laughs> if you just, if you scream white power in the next one, I'm sure he'll retweet it. And <laughs> right. um, I love that you said, I can't keep up with the content he creates. I mean, that must be the hard part is going, where the fuck? Like, which one do I use? Yeah. Because everything he says is just... So and I love your background working at Google and all that. It basically started with like this is how men bullshit in meetings. This is how, yeah. as you say, someone that's entitled and a boss all their life that just has people nod right and go, oh yes, oh that was brilliant what you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's exactly what it was, and that's you know my first book was about that, and my first book came out a, a month before the election, um, and I just it took me this long to realize that like he's the ultimate you know schmoozy business guy in chief who's just like just bullshitting everything and so I don't know why it took me this long to realize I was supposed like he's the ultimate person that I'm supposed to be making fun of I'm supposed to be pointing out how completely vapid everything he says is right he I by the way that just the main titles of the book made me laugh how to be successful without hurting men's feelings and a (laughs) hundred tricks to appear smart in meetings Um, yeah (laughs) but so uh, yeah, I mean, I was going to say, so that's, you worked at, you talk about that in your act, even you worked at Google. And so you kind of sat through these kind of meetings, right? Where yeah. you just, people have to nod at men, uh-huh. right? Yeah. I mean, I'd like somebody would come in and, you know, they would just, they, maybe they just learned a buzzword five minutes ago oh. and all of a sudden they're using that buzzword like oh. left and right. And people are like, oh yeah, this, this guy knows what he's talking about. He's definitely leadership material. Um, and I I could never get away with that. And so 100 Tricks to Appear Smart Meetings was all of those things that people do in meetings to make it look like they know what they're talking about when really they have no idea what they're talking about. Right. Like um, asking the presenter to go back one slide. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, then, and then not saying anything at all, just kind of like looking at the slide like you're trying to add up some numbers and then going, okay, yeah, we can move on. Thank you. We can move on, you know? Um, and I just saw stuff like that all the time. And, and that's... That's him. That's his entire life is just built on nothing. Well, and yours is not, by the way. Can I just say my friend had sent me your stand-up, and you are hilarious because a lot of people are like, oh, but what does she sound like? Or what does she herself sound like? Or what? But you are a brilliant writer and stand-up oh. as well. So it, it's, Thank you. This yeah, must it's be- a little scary because people are, like, commenting, oh, you you don't actually sound like him, you know, <laughs> oh, which is no. – oh, yeah, and I'm I'm walking on the street like a few weeks ago, and somebody pointed at me. It was just like, "Hey, look, it's Donald Trump," and I was like, "No, no, 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 that's not what I was going for." With this. <laughs> well, as we've just been talking to Sarah about, it's all in her eyes, right? Her Trump impression. Yeah. It's the, the terrorized eyes of not knowing what the fuck you're doing <laughs> or what you're talking about. But when you focus on people's eyes, right, whether you're wearing a mask or whatever, you're like, oh, ooh, wrinkly, ooh, Ricky, I'll be in the show. I got wrinkles, ooh, gross feet. <laughs> That's how old I am because I can do a Lucille Ball impression. So you know <laughs> that I need a little plexiderm. Wrinkles, uh, close yeah. feet, under eye bags, in minutes, just gone, right? Poof. Poof, gone. Exactly. I feel like uh, uh, Samantha and Bewitched, another ancient reference, where I just well, feel like I look in the mirror and I put a little tiny bit well, under each eye and then... Before Plexiderm, Endora. After Plexiderm, Samantha. Thank you. 
Plexiderm. You know what? Right now is the time to do it. Try Plexiderm.com. Use my code VOICES for half off a full-size bottle of Plexiderm, plus an additional $10 off. Or you can try, that's why it says tryplexiderm.com this time, you can try the fourteen ninety-five trial pack. If you're a scared, <laughs> just to do it or call them, 1-800-685-1292. Mention the code VOICES. Again, tryplexiderm.com. The code is VOICES for half off a full-size bottle. And they chuck in an extra $10 or... Scowity, scowity, why that little fourteen ninety five trial pack? Why not? You'll see what we're talking about. What do you got to lose? Yeah, triplexiderm.com, type in voices. Um, so you are the daughter of Jamaican immigrants, uh, born in Jamaica. You grew up in Rockville, Maryland. Um, mm-hmm. But I love the, the against the wishes, you were followed the wishes of your parents, got a degree in economics and digital design. Wow. <laughs> so uh, then you went, uh, started doing comedy in Atlanta. But, I mean, and suddenly you're getting shout-outs from Ben Stiller, Jerry Seinfeld, Bette Midler. I mean, what did that all feel like to just have this be so sudden and so huge? I mean, I I remember, like, waking up and getting a text from someone like, oh, Jerry Seinfeld just mentioned you in a New York Times interview. And I was like, what? Jerry Seinfeld mentioned me? (laughs) And um, the quote is really funny because I guess his kids are, like, on TikTok and they're trying to show him things that they think – uh, they think are funny. And he's like, no, no, no. Let me show you what humor is. Oh, <laughs> he no. like shows them my oh, video, oh, which man. I feel like that must've been the most awkward like situation, but <laughs> I'm, you know, whatever the kids, the kids have their own sense of humor and that's okay. Right. Seinfeld um, episodes. No boring dad. Let me see. <laughs> right. <laughs> TikTok girl. Yay. <laughs> You're only a billionaire, you know, but um, yeah. So I was, I just was completely in shock. And I still, I think still, I'm like, is this really happening every day? I'm like, did that really happen? You know, yeah. does, does Ben, did Ben Stiller really say that about me? Yeah. You know, it's, it's very surreal. Sarah, you, uh, you deserve all of it. You really do. You, it, it just, it is so brilliant. I know a lot of people say it, but it's your eyes. You, you just, you're so, you do so much. You're working on such a different level where you're <laughs> encapsulating, like I say, his arrogance and his just how stupid he is. <laughs> like, and your eyes react to it as you at the same yeah. time and just the guarding when you're making you can tell he's buying time to make up more bullshit <laughs> you know? it's yeah it's yeah is uh it's, yeah extraordinary it's really it's it's the best parts are when he's pausing or stumbling over his words or he doesn't really know uh like he doesn't really know anything about empathy or grief or how to be a sympathetic person and so like when he was talking about how you know we're going to lose people, but you could never replace them. You know, he was just, he couldn't get the words out. And it was really hard to lip sync because he kept tripping over those things. But then when he's talking about the economy, no problem. Like the words are just coming out like very quickly. So just, just in this repetition of hearing it over and over again, you just start to really realize like how, how, how terrifying it is that he actually is in control of this country. How about people are dying that have never died before? Did you do that one? Oh, yes, no. no. When did he say that? Oh, no, he said that. You'll go look, you'll well, go look it up. Wait. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no, he said that. Um, so, I, yes, I, can I just say your stand-up was... It, it, the other thing about you being in this moment is not just the Trump, but, you know, the racial uh, upheaval and all of that we're living through because you talk about, you know, you say I'm black, or am I in your stand-up? You say you're... Right. You, you're Because <laughs> the Jamaican side, you say you're black enough uh, to be called the N-word, but not black enough to say it, which... <laughs> it's oh God! Hilarious. It's, yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. Um, 
Can you tell the story? Because I just thought it was hilarious that you said the N-word on stage once. And... Yes, I, I said the N-word on stage once and I was asked to stop by a white guy. Um, oh. And so he was sort of offended by me, but also on my behalf. Uh, so that was interesting. Um, that was actually, I was performing in San Francisco when that happened, which makes makes sense. Probably. <laughs> and by the way, because we're on Everybody's at Home, we saw your husband looming in the background there. So you, <laughs> who you talk about in your act, you, are, you said you're married to a white guy. Um, yeah. And that was, I thought, the most brilliant joke I, I've ever heard. You said he has white guilt, and uh, that is three-fifths of the reason he married you. So that, <laughs> again, is brilliant on so many levels. <laughs> You'd have to know history to get that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Smart jokes, everybody. Look into it. Um, okay, just I have to because don't you love when people do your material? Do you? But you say I, I really no, do. I'm right. like this but, is a great critique of every word I've ever written. Well, right. Oh no, <laughs> I I did such a deep dive. It's kind of frightening. It's so nerdy. But you said now you get to sleep all day while he works, and so you said, you said, yeah, I said, who's the slave now, bitch? Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Because reparations. Oh my God, your stand-up is brilliant. I just because I know everybody is so curious, and I, you, as big as you are now, I think it's just going to get bigger because you're a brilliant writer. Your stand-up's brilliant, and you know if this is the weird thing that comes from lockdown and Trump and whatever, it, as you say, it's silver linings, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like there's a bunch of shit, and I just like grew a flower, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You said agents who wouldn't call me back three years ago now want to talk to me. Things are going really well while the world is falling apart. It is a weird feeling. Yeah. I'm feeling so many emotions at once. People are having a good laugh when it's really hard to laugh. As a comedian and artist, you always wonder to make, am I making a difference? Am I doing something worthwhile? Um, and I just love you credit your success to the writing, which is so good. Trump's an amazing comedy writer without realizing it. Um, yeah, I mean, he's prolific. I mean, he said, I mean, the the thing he said about how he's so smart because he has a really good, you know what, like he can't even remember what the word for brain, brain when he's right. trying to say how smart he is. I mean, that's brilliant. That's brilliant, ironic humor right there. <laughs> that's why I love the New York Times piece on you. Trump said, I have the best word. Now they're best words. Now they're hers. Yes. <laughs> you took exactly. even his words. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's just this is the way the New York Times describes it. Her performance gets at something deeper. The peacocky entitlement of the longtime boss who's used to having his every whim indulged, his every thought doodle praised as Michelangelo. <laughs> <laughs> It, I, you know, it is. It's people are. I love Cooper's Trumpian drag is partly a caricature of performative masculinity. Uh, there's something provocative in a woman trying on a male politician's unexamined confidence. His viewing of the other people in the room is temporarily useful uh, props. There's no outfit or staging. Ms. Cooper does all the work with her eyes. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's and when you what was it like when you first did it? First of all, people want to know how you work, Sarah. Do you memorize the speech you memorize the speech first is that how it works yeah i mean i really just listen to it over and over and over again and i i practice the lip syncing i just it just through repetition and just hearing it 10 20 30 40 50 times mm -hmm. um i'm able to remember it but then you know he he jumps very quickly from one thought to the next so it's not that i just have to remember the, the lines i have to remember what's coming up because <laughs> you got to like get yourself prepared for that you know you want to have some kind of intention behind it so it's like it's all sort of it's all kind of like he's doing improv and i'm trying to write a sketch around it so he's making it up as he goes along but i'm trying to like say well here's where that came from and here's where he's going here and and things like that so it's just really through repetition so i cuz we're radio nerds you have to tell us though so how do you do it Technically, do you play? Yeah. So you play his speech while you're 
obviously recording, you know, video recording yourself? What well, it's, it's all through TikTok, which is a pretty cool video editing tool. I mean, it's, you know, it's a community, but I see it more as a, a video editing tool because you can basically just play the audio and it records your face while it's playing just the audio. So it's not picking up any audio from the where you are. It's only playing that audio clip. And so I'm not looking at him at all. I'm, I'm literally just listening. I'm just listening right. to the audio clip. And then I'm holding the camera, putting it in a tripod and recording myself while um, the audio clip is playing. And there's no editing involved because I'm just doing it in sequence. So I'll do the first part. I'll do the first four or five seconds, 50 times. Then I'll do the next four or five seconds, like 50 times. And then I'll just do that until the entire clip is done. Yeah. And then you improv stuff. Like when you say, he'll put a UV light somewhere and then you just point to, right. your, to your butt, just <laughs> put it in somewhere. Right. Um, I just, I have to read one last New York times. The other theme of her Trump, the insistent confidence betrayed by the micro expressions of terror <laughs> From Miss Cooper's lips, the president's sentences become plywood bridges. He's trying to nail together one shaky plank at a time. I mean, that's what it is, isn't it? Watching his little tiny yeah. brain and his little tiny vocabulary sort of like struggle through sentences, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think that a lot of us is just, have just become kind of numb to it. And so we don't realize, um, you know, that, that he really is out of his element and how incompetent he is. Um, but if you listen to these clips and you see that he he repeats himself five times within the span of a minute, you realize like he really doesn't know what he's doing. Right. And then so tell us about because part of your uh, bio now is blocked by Trump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you tweeted back at him. Fake news. Donald Trump has become unfit for office. Real news. Donald Trump has always been unfit for office. So. So. Yeah. He, so he blocked you. Yeah, that was in 2017. He blocked me. Um, I heard his feelings. I don't know why I wrote a book about how to not hurt, hurt men's feelings when I'm actually do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, his feelings are very, very fragile, so there is yeah. that. Right. Yeah. You speak for so many of us, the word gaslighting, you said it seems like we've been gaslighted for three and a half years. Now he's saying ridiculous things that make no sense, but people are nodding. And so you say the, that frustration was part of why you wanted to do this, because you're like, what the fuck? Am I taking crazy pills? Like, why are yeah. Yeah, especially with the pandemic, because he ha he doesn't have just anybody standing behind him. He has doctors and scientists yeah. who are nodding. And so it's like, right. wait a second. Right. I, yeah, I love all the I, I've just written. I've read everything about you. Having Trump's words come out of a woman of color shows how ridiculous he is, how old white men get away with saying things. The American people have been numb for so long to what he says. Something like this wakes you up a little bit to the absurdity of it all. I mean, it, it's it really is. I mean, does, how does that feel when you say like. Because we're like that, too. We're in our little basement. We're like, I don't know if anyone's laughing or getting this. But, yeah. I mean, some of these are 45 seconds, and mm -hmm. you're like, holy fuck, Bette Midler just yeah. said this was fantastic, right? I mean, it, it really, you really are doing a huge service and making people, because I feel like making people laugh kind of doesn't make them feel powerless. They're like, oh, okay, other people get what a, you know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and then people need to laugh more than ever right now because yeah. everything is really, really depressing. Um, As we know, Sarah Cooper takes everything Donald Trump says, every stupid fucking ridiculous thing, and makes it somehow better, makes yeah. it tolerable. Uh -huh. The clean phone takes your dirty, grubby, germ-ridden phone Ooh. and all of your other objects and makes it better. Yes. Just UV light, zap, there you go. You hear the harp strings. Yes, exactly. There you go. It's charged and it's sanitized. That's magical. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, all I'm saying is now there's a point to washing your hands so much. Because what is the point if you're going to pick up your phone that is laden with germs from because you take it everywhere, right? 
right? And you got to do your mask. You got to do your earbuds. You got to do your glasses, your sunglasses, your car keys, your credit cards, your jewelry. Thank you, Chris. Okay. Uh, right now, you can get a great deal. And you, if you go to the newdealshop.com um, and type in Stephanie, you get free shipping. You can get the clean phone. You can get those N95 masks. Mm-hmm. Get the auto refill. You'll get a great deal. You're going to need them for a long time. Yep. You can get the disposable mask. You get the lavender aloe vera hand sanitizer, which uh, sanitizes and also softens. And it's a sweet smelling as well. <laughs> sweet smelling. Yes, it is. Okay. If I could touch you and not be six feet away from you, I would make you smell my hands. <sighs> smell it. Get your okay. face up in there. Okay. TheNewDealShop.com. <laughs> uh, use the code Stephanie for free shipping. Order the clean phone. Stock up on N95 masks as well. Be safe, please. Mama wants you to be safe. Go to TheNewDealShop.com. Don't forget to type in Stephanie. You said I'll, there'll be more videos. I'll keep doing them uh, as long as my head writer gives me material. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, and it's interesting, though, Sarah, reading your writing and watching your stand-up, because people always say that, like, oh, what are you going to do when Trump's gone? You're not going to have it. You know, you're a brilliant comedian, so I, you'll write, you'll find new targets, yeah. right? We find, you'll find new targets because... <laughs> yeah, I mean, somebody called it reverse mansplaining, which I really <laughs> like that term. Um, so I feel like as long as there are powerful men who don't really see uh, themselves and don't really hear how, what they sound like, I, I feel like I'll always be able to, to do something like this. But in addition to that, I would also just love to play... a a black woman who has the kind of power that, that Trump has. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, right. I mean, we won't run out of, uh, you know, uh, pompous white men anytime soon, I don't think. But <laughs> Unfortunately. But, yeah, you were saying that you were talking about branching into other things like stuff like the Kavanaugh hearings, but it, it is the same theme, isn't it? Like, <clears throat> yeah, it, it pissy really entitled I mean, white men. Right? Yeah, Kavanaugh, Elon Musk oh, um, oh. is another one I've done. <laughs> Just with him, like, naming his child that crazy, like, symbol. Yeah, uh, that equation you know, thing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he named his child after a plane? <laughs> after a plane? <laughs> like, what woman would get away with saying, yeah, I named my child after this really cool government jet engine fighter? Like, what <laughs> are you talking about? <laughs> right. So. And he tweeted his support of uh, Kanye. If Kanye becomes <clears throat> president, you'll have... That'll oh, be God. Sarah Cooper part Please two. Please don't say that. Please don't even utter those words. Please, for the love of God. I just imagined, I woke up this morning with the thought, like, what if somebody asked Kanye what he's going to do about the pandemic? If anybody asked Kanye a policy question, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to lose my yeah. mind. Yeah. Please don't. Someone was saying, it's time for parents to stop telling their children anyone can be president. It, it, it really yes. is. Well, uh, Mark Cuban endorsed Kanye. Uh, no. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That Did was he? Oh, I thought it was Elon Musk. Uh, all right. No, uh, Mark Cuban aye, aye, aye. endorsed uh, Kanye this morning. Dear God. Uh, yeah. Sarah, you tweeted, as bad as I knew Donald Trump would be, I have to admit, I didn't think he would actually try to literally kill my family. Um, you also said, is Trump actively trying to murder his own base? I mean, yeah. and what do you say about them? They will sign a release saying it's okay if coronavirus kills me at your stupid rally with no mask because you told us it's a hoax, but I'll, I will sign this. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when it, yeah, people say it's it's a death cult, but like... I, it, it, it kind of is. I mean, people aren't, they don't care about their own personal safety and they're willing to risk their lives to go see Donald Trump say the same things he said for the past three years. Like it just doesn't make any sense. But I mean, in addition to that, you know, my mom lives in Florida, she's 70, she has asthma, you know, DeSantis said they were fine a month ago. Now cases are soaring and it's like, yeah, I knew Trump would be bad, but now it's like, what if something happens to my mom? Like yeah. that's actual, that's an actual possibility now. And it's just like, Jesus, like Sarah, I, I my, just really didn't think that 
I didn't think it was going to be like this close to home, you know? Yeah, Sarah, my mom's 97. She, I just was saying she was in the hospital over the weekend. She couldn't swallow and she, they had, she had two endoscopies. Thank God she was okay and got out Sunday night, but I can't go see her. And someone oh said God. to me on the show Friday, like, oh, you know, you were right about all this corona. I'm like, I don't want to fucking be right. I want to go Nobody see my wants mother. To be right. I want to, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like this. How did this ever get politicized? This wearing a mask or these things that every other country has done to stop this. And we just can't fucking do it because he says shit like, oh, I look like the Lone Ranger, which wore, who wore the fucking mask on his eyes, not on his. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> But but that's the, the I don't even know how they keep it straight because on the one hand they're saying don't wear a mask on the other hand they're selling merchandise right. that's masks that say Trump so what are you saying don't wear a mask but also buy our mask and, and just... I Sarah I can't even as a liberal I can't even root for that Herman Cain tweets a picture at the you know at the rally at the Trump rally when proudly I'm not wearing a mask and he's in the hospital with coronavirus. <laughs> You know, the next day. Right. And you Kimberly know, Guilfoyle. Yeah. Don Jr.'s girlfriend. I, I yeah. just love that they have to drive home. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> they have to drive home. I just I just wanna see I just wanna see the contact tracing for Kimberly Guilfoyle because I feel like it goes right back to Putin. Well, there was <laughs> there was a report there's a report in the New York Post that she was at a party at the Hamptons while she was uh oh, God. just before she, she flew off to South Dakota. So uh, Okay. Yeah. Well she was at the Tulsa rally yeah. without a mask. Oh, I mean absolutely. it's just I, I don't know what to say. I and plus, Herman Cain's, or what do you, what do you call it? He's there going, oh, I'm here with blacks for Trump. No mask, America, fuck yeah. You know, how many yeah. levels is that wrong on? Right? It's wrong on every single level, yeah. <laughs> um, every single one. Yeah, you've said the same thing. This is why I know we're, uh, except for all the wild success, we're the same person. Is you? I've been saying this for three years, but you said, honestly, this just feels like we're an extended version of punk I really wish Ashton would just jump out right now. And you got us, Ashton. You got us good. Just make it stop. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's just getting, it's, it's out of hand. I mean, Kanye is this, is, how, what, is he really running? I mean, because that's, that's to me is the crazy. Everyone's saying it's to siphon black votes. Yeah. He's obviously a Trump and friend. It's, it's and only fan. four like, months until the election. He doesn't have time to run. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I it's, hope so. Yeah, I hope maybe right when he says the announcement, Taylor Swift just takes the mic away. Says, I'm, I'm, I'm not leave. I'm not let you finish. <laughs> yeah, and and yeah, people are like, "What are you going to do when Trump's not in there anymore?" I'm like, "I'm going to thank God because I, I I want it to be boring. Like this is this is too much for me right now. Yeah. You know, there's too many things going on. There's every day it's something else, and I just want it. I want politics to be boring again. Yes. I want yeah. them to be dead boring. Isn't that they ask all of us in the comedy field, Sarah, that it really is hard because we're human beings first, and like you said, you have a mom. I have a mom. It's like this is not fucking funny on so yeah. many levels it is so tragic and it's just the meanness and the racism and the you know amount of people dying it's but that's why it's like what you do is even more valuable because people like i say i think it empowers people to to feel like okay if i can laugh then i don't feel so powerless against him right yeah exactly although there's something sad to just happen i guess my one of my uncles is is possibly a Trump supporter who oh. isn't who wasn't who said something that wasn't very supportive of me on Facebook, and oh. so now my mom has unfriended my uncle. And that's the other thing that's happened because of this is like people are splintering and people are like, you know, not. I don't know. Oh my god, it, we we just had Debbie Boone. I don't know. You're young, but we just had Debbie Boone on the Happy Hour. Who you light up my life, and her dad is Pat Boone. Right. And she talked on the Happy Hour about you know he we have we both have Republican Fox News watching. 
you know, 80, 90 something year old parents. And so even in families, it's he is. I mean, that speech at Rushmore is just so divisive and mean. Yeah. And that's his whole thing is just to divide people even within families. Right. 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 And this, the whole thing of like, don't discuss politics at the dinner table. I just I feel like we just have to bring that back or something, you know, because yeah. the, the things that people are getting separated over, they're not they're I don't know. It's just they, they're real, but they're like people who like my uncle who would like love Trump, like Trump would never do anything for him. Yeah. You know, my, Trump probably doesn't even wouldn't even like somebody like my uncle. And yet that's going to cause a rift in our family. It just feels so uh, it's just so frustrating. Sarah, we're, I say it all the time. We're going to have to heal this country like one right loved one at a time. One friend, yeah. one. I mean, you just we feel like we've just been ripped apart. And I think on top of it, I know it's good. A lot of material for you, but I just think we he just won't ever shut the fuck up. I just think we want a president that will just shut the fuck up for t- yeah. two minutes on Twitter, yeah. on TV, on right. I mean, I, I literally we're gonna have PTSD from while we're talking. I'm like, oh, what the fuck did he say now? <laughs> no, <laughs> shit. You know, like I mean, and as you say on Twitter, you can't expect to be successful if you spend all day scrolling Twitter on your Twitter on your phone. At some point, you need to get your shit together and scroll scroll Twitter on your laptop. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> But he won't. He won't shut up. He does an interview like every other day now, yeah. and and I and he just repeats himself. And I realize that he does. It, I don't know if he does it on purpose, but he speaks in slogans like everything is just like we lowered taxes, we got the judges, we we fixed this, we did this, and it's like I, I think that's why all everybody who supports him they just repeat those words, and it's easy to repeat because yes. it's easy to remember because he just speaks in such simple language. And it's like, it's almost brilliant, but terrifying. Right. Well, and it makes your job easier because he literally has like seven fucking words. And he just right. uses them I over. Actually, I actually tried live lip syncing his 4th of July speech because of that very reason. And it actually wasn't that hard <laughs> to just live while he's talking, yeah. lip sync him. <laughs> and I, I did a pretty good job because he really doesn't know very many words. Yeah, yeah. you're like, here comes tremendous. Here comes never right. seen well, anything like it. Here comes... Uh, and the, the repeating of, of easy phrases to remember is very authoritarian. Yeah. yeah, that, that's, yes. that's an authoritarian's uh, way of, of ruling. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. I can't. And we have, what, four more months, and then we have God knows what happens in the three months after even the election. Oh. It's just... Yeah. <laughs> Sarah Cooper is the only thing That's that right. is getting many of us through it. Sarah, thanks for taking time. I know you're the hottest thing in the world. I'm like screamed when I'm like, oh, it's a Donald Hazard now. <laughs> Damn it, Lawrence. <laughs> but uh, congratulations. You you deserve every bit of the success. Yeah. And I know you're just going to keep uh, going up and up. So thanks Thank so, much. so much. Thank thanks you so much. Thanks for having me. Thanks yeah. so much, Thank Sarah. You, Sarah. Sarah Cooper, yeah. everybody. Happy, happy hour.